being scrubby and I can be funnier than the motherfucker. Yeah. That's where my humor lies is put me in the lunchroom from ninth to 12th grade yeah. and let somebody slip and bust their ass or somebody do something goofy. Yeah. I, I am uh, I'm, I'm more of a lay back in the cut and observe type of person. And then you come in with the... And I come in with, oh, I don't like, not even cry, just like observing. Th- like I like, oh, okay. to, I, I, I'm much, I'm, I'm much more likely to just kind of get you and maybe like squeeze your elbow or something like that, or like nudge you with my elbow and just yeah. kind of lean in and say like talk a, just a little bit of shit, yeah. but, like fun shit yeah, about yeah, somebody. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And then we have a little church laugh. You're, you're hanging back at the cut, dude. I've always, I always tried to be the center. Mm-hmm. I think when it would came to those kind of scenarios, like I would be like, oh, I'm gonna be the loud one talking to mess yeah because that's always the one that i thought was the funniest was the loud one talking to mess but well, you need you need both kinds well then i'll just get back down so i'll just be like hey, hey, hey. yeah yeah see then you would come in, <laughs> like, he always talking all that down. you you're the you have that <laughs> japanese mentality of like the tallest hammer gets the nail <laughs> or, i'm sorry the tallest nail gets the hammer that's yeah. it so you're that you're the hammer that just like you're like oh you you trying to shine too bright but you really ain't shit you know that's, that's it the hammer you're or the you're the crab that pulls people back in the bucket. <laughs> you're like, you're trying to get out of that bucket, you just crab die like the rest of us. But then while nobody's looking, I step on you. I'm like, I notice you close, and I'm just like, I get you, and then I get out. And then you get caught by the uh, uh, same one of you. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's another you hanging back in the cut. Uh, I let go. I let go of my emergency fecal drop on him. <laughs> crab shit on your head. Shitting on him. I don't think crabs ever get out of the bucket. I think that's the whole deal with that metaphor, man. Yeah, probably. If one manages to, he just skitters on the dock like a madman. Yeah. And then he fall. And then... But then he's back in the ocean. And then he does that thing where they swim, and they bring their feet in, and then they get, let their claws go, and they look like little helicopters. They do look wild when they swim. Yeah. They are uh, the insects of the... I mean, they're real, like, nasty water bugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they're delicious as a mother. <laughs> yeah, they just they're just they're from the ocean, so even the bugs have to be bigger. Yes, like everything in the ocean is huge. Yeah, and so, cleaner because you're in you're in salt water. Yeah, so I never like you never feel gross picking up. Well, I mean, there's some things, but most things you pick up out of the ocean is clean because it's just been swimming in that salt water. Swimming ocean bugs, ocean bugs, ski. I saw they had some lobster rolls down at the dang old. Oh, it's just the I don't even want to give them a shout out because they're too damn expensive for their cover. But out of that, <laughs> you know, that place where you can take your dog and drink. Oh yeah. yeah, the the place where you drink with kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they 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 charge too damn much. Too damn much for something for a place that doesn't even have a roof. Yeah, like if you're gonna charge me a fifteen dollar, at least cover, put up one of those big tents. Have a roof. What are those big tents called? Tents, awnings. I thought there was like a name for one of like the giant motherfucking tents when people go out. Oh, yeah. You're my tent. fancy friend. You're supposed to know this. I thought they were just called tents, to be honest. Okay, well, big ass tents. You At least what? put up some big ass tents. Man, what's in there, wine? I feel sexy as fuck. <laughs> no? That's how you want to feel underneath the tent. But when you're getting rained on, that's you're going to charge me $15 to come in and drink the same drinks I'll be drinking anywhere else in town. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for more expensive. No, I, I mean, they, their inside bar is fire, but like... Yeah, their inside bar is fire, and their cocktail game is great. Their like, cocktail game is great. I ain't trying to cast no aspersions. No they, aspersions, and I enjoy going there. The atmosphere is wonderful, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm already here to spend money at your bar. You don't got to, to, to jab me right as I walk in. You don't got to... Yeah, you just... It's like... 
Hey, welcome to come on inside. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. We, we One of the perks of living in Macon is not having to pay to go into a fucking bar. The cost of living is very low. That's that's really one of the things that keeps people here. Yeah. So Very easy to live here. Yeah. And like, even if we're talking a cover, we're talking five, ten dollars. Five, ten dollars, fine. $10 for your luxury place. All right. It's lovely. You've developed the atmosphere. $10, great. Mm-hmm. $30 for me and a partner to... to Enter before we even start drinking. Not gonna happen. No, thank you. Not gonna happen. Not not without a roof. Not without a fucking tent. Put at up least. a fucking tent. Yeah. <laughs> Put up a fucking tent. You know who you are. Put up a tent. And his disrespect, for he is pleading the case of the prosecution by his contempt for all that is holy. I object. I object. I object. On what grounds is it possible that something is holy? To the celebrated agnostic? Yes. The individual human mind. In a child's power to master the multiplication table, there is more sanctity than in all your shouted amens and holy holies and hosannas. Welcome to Tap Snaps, podcast that's feeling itself in a tie-dye t-shirt, missing its buddy, baby boy Blake. He might have that Rona dough. He might have that Rona dough, so he, he can't me, come over. He told me not to put that evil on him. Yeah, well, just, we we hope not. Yeah, he just told me he was sick. I was like, you got that Rona. Boy. He's been staying in the house, though. I don't think he's got that Rona, unless somebody brought Rona to him. Yeah, he's soft as hell, though. <laughs> <laughs> he might get you. Yeah, well, we don't. We hope no one's disappointed. We do hope to have, have Blake back on in, in the future, but he's just under the weather yeah. right now. But, um... Yeah, what's up with you? I'm your, I'm your host, Liam. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all, what's up with y'all? Are you, I didn't know if you were talking to the audience. <laughs> what's up with y'all? Anyway, hey, you don't respond to me. Everybody, write a, write in and tell tell us how you're doing. <laughs> and then you know, after we post this, we'll go back and edit it. Yeah, to hear your responses. So yeah. we'll just wait live now for the next five minutes. How about that? Well, that was great. We love hearing from y'all. Thank you very so much. <laughs> and uh, you know. Getting to the point of things, my name's Liam Kelly. I'm your host. Joined, as always, by Tarver Alexander-Peterson. Top of the morning to you. Top my name's Liam Kelly. How the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm, I, it's Frankie's ashes, finer in a pot of gold, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> my only Irish impression is Jim from the Jim from the, yeah. Angela's ashes. Hey, finer in a pot of gold, yeah. says I. Says I. That's it. Did you get that out of your system? That's why I can't be a part of the Finer Things Club. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Good. I see you mowed your lawn. I did. I did. I did it yesterday. It's hot out there. It <laughs> It is hot out there. No, I really, I, every time I mow my lawn, I catch a glimpse of myself in my, my like back porch has these, has like a bunch of like ground level windows. Yeah. I just catch myself in the reflection of them. And I just, I look like. I'm training for a triathlon. Just like sweat is ridiculous. I'm just drenched. Like, and yeah. I if I if I mess up and wear my glasses out there, I like take them off to wipe sweat. I'll get the glasses all sweaty and gross. Yes, yeah. And then like I'll be like, all right, time to wipe them off, and I'll be like, oh no, 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 can't wipe them off. Can't wipe them off because it's just there's no there's no dry area. Yeah, for I, them. I uh, it it was wild. I had to just immediately come in and take a shower. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, turn the water on as cold as it could be too. Yeah. I was so hot. It's also like it's monsoon season yeah. in Georgia right now, which is it's like the, the, the weather is 
is it's like the sun and the rain are having a competition to see who can grow the grass faster. Yeah. Like the rain comes in at like four o'clock, drenches your grass, and yeah. then the sun comes back out like, oh, well, hold on now. <laughs> we might have a little too much hydration. We don't want anybody drowning down there. Let me just beat the fuck down on it for the next five hours. The and people then, that drown are the people that are walking around because yeah. the humidity that comes off that ground right now is... Yeah. Ridiculous. That's freaking around. I mean, I know we're small men talking about the weather, but <laughs> it, it it is fucking ridiculous. I did have like a geostorm moment on the way over here. Like yeah, I was talking to you, and you were like, "You see that rain that's coming down?" And I was like, "No, I don't see it yet. I see some clouds." And then, like, I turn. I'm going down a road. I see a, a side street. Down the side street, it's like completely dry sunshine. Yeah, and then. About halfway down the street, there's just a wall of rain that starts. I mean, it was going hard. It was like really hard rain and then nothing. And then in front of me, the same thing was happening. So I was like, am I in like the right angle of a cloud that's just coming into my neighborhood right now? In the eye of the storm. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this is insane to me right now. I feel like there's like some, I'm in like Minecraft and somebody's just like forgot to fill in a little block and that's where I'm chilling. You know what's funny about that is... Is my reaction to you telling me you didn't see the rain? I almost was like angry, like you're a liar, because <laughs> I was like the rain was right over here. <laughs> I'm like you, you get rained on too, Liam. <laughs> what you talking about? You don't get rain. You are in some rain. You are in some fucking rain. How dare you tell me you're not in rain? rain. When you like, obviously indignant. Are. It's like, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, I'm in a different place. You're like, you're in the same place. I have weather insecurity. <laughs> I just get angry if anybody has better weather than me. How dare it rain on me and not you. How dare it? <laughs> and I like try to prove it. Then I was like, I was just here. That's like a mile from where you are. I'm just like, no, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. <laughs> get in your face, Kenneth Copeland style. I, I swear you could pull his mask off. Like, do you remember that Goosebumps book? where they went to the amusement park and all these like monsters, like there were people mm. and they had the mass and then yeah. to, to kill them, you like pinched them <laughs> and all their air blew out of their giant mouths. That's what I feel like. If you pinched Kenneth Copeland, he'd be like, <sighs> and just deflate <laughs> right there in front of everybody. Except it would be like, like a mummy style, like ex, ex expulsion. Yeah. It'd just be like, it'd be some smelly air. Yeah flies brimstone yeah because he a demon voldemort style yeah voldemort slash like infinity war style just like turning to ash and dust yeah i do like that whole little bit that meme they have of like voldemort like when he, when harry's talking to dumbledore and like voldemort is this nasty like scabby mm-hmm. creature on the ground and he's like what that and he's like that just a uh, Ola Bish. What does he? I don't know. What does he say? <laughs> I saw, I've seen one that was. I posted one on our Instagram that was like, "It's like that's a thirty-two-year-old who had four beers last night." Yeah, Jerry. yeah. <laughs> let him be. Let him be. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the biggest upsets. Now, okay, so we're going completely off track, but this is something I feel like I have to say. The ending of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, uh-huh. where in the movie, yeah, where they just. Like Hagrid is carrying Harry, who has is pretending to still be dead. Yeah, and like, and you know, Voldemort does the Harry Potter is dead. <laughs> like, and then Harry just like jumps up and runs away. He's like, "Ha ha, I'm here!" And then he like runs off, and he and Voldemort get in this weird tangle. Like they, he tackles them off of a cliff, but and they hold on, and they're like, they're they their heads meld together, like. Damn, I don't remember all this. It's really bad. It's dumb, and it's not I don't remember done that from well. The book. the book is completely different. 
the book, they get into like a, a, this epic duel and everyone is watching right, them. Right, right. And Harry is talking some fucking serious shit to provoke him. To Voldemort. To, to provoke him. Because yeah. he doesn't know that um, that he's not the rightful owner. Yeah, of the Elder One. Right. And like, but he talks some serious shit to like, and it's badass. It's like, it's the best Harry Potter moment. Yeah, where he finally gets to say everything. He like, like, you killed my parents, you ain't worth a shit. And he like, comes all in, like, stuff. he knows, like, he's he's supremely confident, he knows what's up. He's he got knows. this planned out. Yeah, and, like, it's awesome. Yeah. And instead, we just get their, their heads mashing together and, like, a weird, like, Voldemort laugh preceding it with that big, long scene with, like, the Malfoys leaving and all this shit. And it's just real dumb. And I do hope, you know, the movies will always have a very special place in my heart, but I hope mm-hmm. that... Later down the line, there's a remake. There's a remake, and possibly we do it as a series. Okay, I was like, bro, I don't think they'll ever do all seven movies again. I bet they would if they thought the money was in it. But I wouldn't want. So I don't really necessarily want more movies. I would want like I know it'd be hard to do it because it had to be kids. I mean, it's just the same exact story, and it's not even that old. Yeah, no, I think they would. I don't think they would. Re, they would remake the movies. Anytime soon. Okay. You're right. Maybe like 15, 20 years down the line. Yeah. Or maybe less than that. Maybe 10. Maybe 10 years down the line, they would do a reboot. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah. Because y'all motherfuckers still get get on down there to old Harry Potter world. (laughs) And y'all spending all that money. First of all, Harry Potter world is dope. Uh It's awesome. Magical. It's magical. It's the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And it's, you know, your childhood and and fun adult things all mixed into one. But also, now that Warner Brothers owns the Harry Potter IP... HBO Max could oh, do a Harry Potter okay. series. See, that would be dope. That'd be cool. And then, like, cast some, like, good actors in there. You know, we're not going to cast aspersions on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but they got, they got some actors. These kids out here could act now, too. Yeah, they really You get do. a Watiti yeah, yeah, yeah. directing them? Yeah. I'm telling you. It, dude, if Taika Watiti directed a Harry if Potter If he got series, into Harry Potter IP, bro. Did I just make us a billion dollars? That would be. Did I just make us a yeah. billion dollars? I feel like I just made us a billion dollars. Taiko Titi would crush that shit. He would smash it. And he would be a teacher. Yeah. He would make himself a professor for yeah. sure. He would definitely be a professor. And he would be the funniest part of the movie. In fact, they should just write a professor for him. Yeah. Even if he wasn't in the books. I bet, you know what they could do? They could do, he could be Professor Benz. He could be the most boring history of magic professor yeah. ever. Yeah, because he's in, he's in all the books, He's right? in all the books, and it's a bit part, but he can smash go. it. Yeah, and as long as he'd be in all the books. Yeah. Or he could be nearly headless Nick. Yeah. Or Peeves. Peeves John, the, the, John Cleese was nearly headless Nick, wasn't he? He was for like a movie and oh, a half only, or two movies. I mean, they, they completely, they fucked. The ghosts got they, fucked. The ghosts wasn't fucked. even in the goddamn <laughs> That's movies right. at Peeves all. Wasn't in the movie. You need a series. You need more time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. Okay? My biggest gripe was I feel like they fucked the Felix Felicitas scene. I mean, because that, that was so good in the book to me. It was. Well, but that's just a personal thing. Like To me, yeah. it was like, uh, that was like, oh my God, this is so dope. And I had like, I had all these visions of what it looked like. Yeah. And then in the movie, I thought it was kind of, nah. Well, it was after David Yates had taken over, so he was just like, instead of grayscale, we'll go sepia. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe will act a little buzzed. I just thought it would be like this awesome fucking, like you'd have this dope-ass music track going, and he it's like what the Spider-Man sequence when he was like dancing <laughs> yeah, could Spider-Man have been 3. if it was like really cool, though, <laughs> yeah, and not yeah. lame as a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> imagine like everything the, the, the kid is doing is just hitting. Yeah. Like, everything is perfect. Yeah. 
I just, I don't know. It looked cool as fuck to me. Yeah. I saw like golden footprints guiding him down like a perfect line. Yeah. Like every step he took, it was like the perfect step to take. Well, that sort of happens in the book. Like he sees his footsteps yeah. kind of laid out for him in the books. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of things that are satisfying, from the AP, woman who coughed on market produce claims claimed virus gets jail. Biatch. <laughs> Consequences. Biatch. Pennsylvania woman who pleaded guilty to coughing and spitting on food at a supermarket in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic was sentenced Tuesday to at least a year in jail. Margaret Ann Serco, 37, pleaded guilty in June, in June to a felony count of making bomb threats. So not just the food, but other things as well. Authorities said Serco entered a Garrity's supermarket location in Hanover Township near Wilkes-Barre on March 25th, 2020, and purposefully coughed on fresh produce and other merchandise while yelling that she had the virus and that everyone would get sick. Joe Fasula, co-owner of the supermarket chain, said that over $35,000 worth of merchandise had to be thrown out as a result of what Garrity had called a, quote, twisted prank. Serco tested negative for COVID-19, according to her attorney, who said she was intoxicated at the time of the incident. Serco apologized in court Tuesday. Quote, I wish I could take it back, she said. <laughs> a Luzerne County, County judge called Serco's conduct quote, totally outrageous and sentenced her to one to two years in jail to be followed by eight years of probation. She was also ordered to pay nearly $30,000 in restitution. Damn. Yeah. Fuck around and find it's out. Like, this is where we've reached. You fucked around and it took quite some time. It took but, a while. But eventually you arrived at that stage that everybody reaches, which yeah. is the find out stage. Mm -hmm. The find out stage is where I thrive. Yeah. Where I take... My, 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 that's my where calls. you come out of the cut. Yeah. That's like where we I talked about the cut. Yeah. You had been in the cut for a while. Yeah. And then now you've come out and now you'll be like, oh, well, let me take the stage. Like, I'll just come out and be like, mm -hmm, that's why you stupid as hell. <laughs> See, you wait all the way to the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Lake's more at the front. Yeah. I'm more in the middle, but you, you at the sentence. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as you're walking out, you're like, oh, I wish I could take it back. And you're like, oh. I'm just like, oh, oh, it's so sad. You stupid. Yeah. Dumbass. But you weren't sad when you were coughing on people's food and making them waste all of it in the middle of a, a lot of actual deserved fear yeah. of a deadly virus. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you got drunk and you thought that you were going to be a bitch. It's like, see, this is where it's like, I'm a lion. That's right. That's where the line gets you. And that's where and y'all, you sheep, just couldn't take my joke. Which, like, also... Yeah. I'm just going to keep just lying don't, around. Don't be fucking nasty, either. That's true. Don't be coughing and spitting on people's food. As, like, as one proud little sheep, I'm going to just keep going to my grocery market and not being in prison. <laughs> yeah. and paying 30 grand. I'm just going to keep going. Bye. Bye. Damn. Down the aisle. Bye. It's so... It's it's so terrible out here. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I hate being free and going to the grocery store. Bye. It's like, yeah, I just you know, I was trying to prove a point that they were treading on y'all, taking your freedom little by little. It's like, well, your freedom just got taken a lot. It's all gone. It's it's done. Yeah. You're gonna be going to where nobody's free. Nobody's free in, in jail. Prison. Yeah. <laughs> like that's where you get to For hang one out. two years, and I hope you can you can make it. Yeah. Because you could just get fucked up in there. Who knows why? <laughs> the American penal system is rough. Yeah. If like, you're already in it. It's, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> Sky's the limit, baby. Yeah, it gets tough. Anything in there. could happen to you. You seen Shot Caller? <laughs> a lot can happen. 
might not even get to make a choice. All of a sudden, you're in the Aryan Nation. Then what happens? Yeah, you got to. It's, there's no uh, no way out of this gang Mm-mm. except for death. You got to rise to the top. You got to. You got to. Anyway, kill check the out Shot Caller. It's great, man. <laughs> With Nicolaj Castrowaldo, aka Jamie Jamie Lannister yep. from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones on HBO. Those Shout out to HBO. <laughs> check out check out that Harry Potter IP. Let's get a series on the way. Yeah, let Liam produce it. You know, I would even take a Young Marauders series if we wanted to go in a different direction. Same universe. What's Marauders? The Marauders, like uh, Harry's dad, Sirius Black. Oh, uh, like the Marauders Lupin. map. Yeah, 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 they're a little crew. Yeah, that would be a dope series. Lots of lots of places to go. I mean, they were there. You th- might need like a. Uh, I was gonna say like a DB Weiss, but I'm like, nah, because y'all kind of he kind of they kind of fucked up. Once they ran the source material, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, J.K. Rowling could write. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so the thing with J.K. is like, I would, I'd be like, all right, here's the thing: we have an unlimited budget. Yeah, and you're richer than God already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, how about you just write some books? Yeah, and then we'll have somebody adapt the books. She's like, cool, but I get to say whatever I want on Twitter. <laughs> and like, well, it's a non-starter then. That's that's a non-starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm going to say whatever I want on Twitter, baby. She's like, yeah, I guess so. She's like, what are you going to do, cancel me? I'm a billionaire. She's like, well, I'm new. I'm going to say it. <laughs> like, don't. Please. It's like, hey, I, alternatively, you could just not say anything. Write them books. Write them <laughs> books. Even richer than the already richest uh, writer, author of all time. Yeah. 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 You know? You know? Could be. <laughs> but anyway, Margaret Ann Serco, what a chode. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she deserves every bit of it. Yeah, I, I think, like, this is just, it go. there's a step farther you can take, like, b- yeah. beyond trolling out. See, this woman took Facebook into real life. Yeah, yeah. She she went out there thinking that um, Dr. Twopenny or whatever, and what do they call him, the Misinformation 12? Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, I think I don't know if those were as prevalent back when she did this, but well, she she took that kind of like thinking, like she's like I'm bolstered by these people telling me that oh, COVID is a sham, yeah. and this is all bullshit, and don't don't listen to the government. Yeah, yeah well, all morning she had been on the fucking like the the OAN. Listen, right, getting, yeah, yeah, getting in, getting in some good old misinformation. Then she probably switched over to like either Infowars or someplace. The the Gun Girl, what's her name? Old Poopy Pants. I don't know her name. I just think of her as Poopy Pants. Yeah, Poopy Pants, you know, out there, like, probably watched some, some good old, like, owning some lib videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so switch over to some ben, Benny Shapiro, some Benny Shaps. That's the light stuff. Yeah, that's the light stuff, but that's, like, that's like early morning. Yeah. And then, like, she's like, okay, well, I got to go to the grocery store, but, I mean. Might as well down a bottle of vodka. I'm on disability, I so all I'm, I don't have anything to do all day, so, like, we we'll just go ahead and down a bottle of vodka. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to get in some, I'm going to get in the harder stuff a little bit. It, she did some harder stuff? No, 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 no. Just the harder content. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, like damn. A, I was looking. I was like, did I miss something? Was she on meth? No, no. She was like, I'm going to get down. And she the, got turned. I was just saying, this woman got like all the way Liddy before she went to the <laughs> yeah. supermarket. That's she what was I was like, thinking. If she I'm just, drunk as hell. She's like, I'm drunk as hell. And I was power chief of some meth rocks what? out in the <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> She's like, well, really, I was just getting fucking gacked up on the 13 WMSE comment section. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, you know, whatever your local news comment section is on Facebook, that's when she was in there raging, yeah. calling people sheep, and then, like, playing death metal, mm-hmm. Christian death metal, and 
just went in there. It's like I was in there. Roaring. So I'll be honest. I went through my local news comment section on Facebook and I just laugh reacted everybody who cited a source for like an hour straight before I even walked in. I didn't realize it was an hour. I just went down the rabbit hole and yeah. then I went in there. And I spat all over some produce. <laughs> some woman asked me nicely to put on a mask. So, of course, I did what any God-fearing, freedom-loving American would do. And I would I coughed and screamed and cursed obscenities. And, <laughs> yeah. And here we are. And I spat all over some. Uh, and I like, wish I could take it back. I wish I could take it back. You don't wish you could take it back. You wish you didn't get into trouble. I bet after being held, if like she hadn't made bond or something, if she was held for any amount of time before the trial... You know, maybe she does what she, she probably wishes now. she could see. That's a, that's where the consequence the consequences are so juicy and delicious because it sometimes is real. Yeah. But it's real like in the way that a petulant child is punished and they realize that the punishment is not worth the crime. And sometimes that's how punishment works. I mean, yeah. maybe you can't just you can't slap envy into somebody empathy into somebody. Right. But you can make them regret what they did. Yeah. Be like, you see? That hammer come down. And that's the hammer now. See, so you that's why you don't do it. Yeah. Because of the hammer come down. And they're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want the hammer. Well, good though, this is be a deterrent for anybody else that wants to fuck around. Mm-hmm. Speaking of deterrence, from Vancouver News, no medical or religious exemptions for BC's vaccine passport system. Oh. Canada. Liam Reeds. Fucking fingers down over there, ham hands. <laughs> My God. Sorry, Blake. People who can't get vaccinated against COVID-19 for medical reasons won't be exempt from British Columbia's upcoming vaccine passports and system, nor will those who choose to get immunized for to not get immunized for religious reasons. Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry, who announced the requirement Monday afternoon, said those individuals will have to miss out on discretionary services and activities such as dining in restaurants and attending live sporting events until the proof of vaccination requirement is lifted next year. Quote, this is a temporary measure that's getting us through a risky period when we know people are, who are unvaccinated are at greater risk, both of contracting and spreading this virus, Henry said Monday. Quote, those rare people who have a medical reason why they can't be immunized, they will not be able to attend those events during this period. The same goes for people who refuse to get immunized because of a religious conviction, though officials noted the passport system does not apply to worship services. Quote, We've worked really closely with faith-based groups across the province over this past year, very long year and a half, and we have in place guidelines that they are using to help support faith-based services coming back, Henry said. The BC government is giving the public a grace period of until September 13th before the system comes into effect. At that point, residents will be expected to have at least one dose of vaccine to take part in things like indoor weddings, conferences, and a host of other discretionary activities and events. By October 24th, full immunization will be required. The requirement has a tentative end date of January 31st, 2022. All I, can, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Most, Some of them personal and the other, but mainly I just... Good on Canada, and I hope that the U.S. can start to do stuff like this. I mean, I think yeah. this is perfectly reasonable. If you want to go to a, a restaurant or a sporting event, a large event, you should have uh, proof of vaccination. Yep. And if you want to travel in and out of the country, you need to have a passport. Yeah. Well, you're starting to see, like I know Dragon Con is coming up, and they're requiring either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Yep. So it's still kind of one or the other. But, yeah. like, I think eventually, especially now that Pfizer has full FDA approval, yeah. and, like, Moderna's, I think, and Johnson & Johnson have, have both already applied um, to start the, the approval process with the FDA. There's, it's just going to become 
something that we don't even really think about. I mean, there probably will still be people that who like rail against it, but enough people will have had to have gotten vaccinated either because of school or because of work. Yeah. Or because of the activities they want to go to. Yeah. Or the, travel. It's like these, this is how you, you want how you really mm. convince people to get a vaccination is you put, you, you put stakes to it. Right. You know, like anybody who hasn't already gotten the shot who, I mean, I get that there are still vaccine hesitant people out there who aren't like super strong anti-vax, but like, there aren't nearly as many as there were before. Right. You know, I think it's, there's a pretty hard line drawn. It's like, so now it's going to be like, well, you either get it and you can go to restaurants and concerts and stuff, or you don't. And you just stay to fuck to your house. You can't. And you can't. It's like, you want to go on vacation? Mm -mm. I think the, a big, big step in that would expedite it. And I, I know that it's like a lot to ask from a private company is if the airlines required vaccination for air travel. Yeah. Or proof of a uh, a negative COVID test. Yeah. Uh, because, yes, would they lose a shit ton of money initially? Yeah, they would lose a lot of money. So it's a hard thing to ask. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe the government could throw them some bones, you know? Like, be like, hey, we'll give you a tax break mm -hmm. or something like that. Or like just make up the money. Yeah. Somewhere up, just be like, pay, hey, pay the cost. If you're not if you're not vaccinated, then be a sneaky way because there's it's it's difficult to do just a government mandated vaccination program. Yeah. And states are already putting up roadblocks like yeah. Texas and Arkansas. Like they're already states. Georgia, of course, will, Florida. Yeah. But when businesses come in But when businesses come in, they can't do fucking fuck all about it. They're just like, hmm, Citizens United. What, what, they gonna, what is Georgia gonna do? <laughs> Tell Delta to go fuck itself? <laughs> no. They always You're not gonna do a damn thing. They always back down from it. You're like they always back down from it. Except for like <laughs> when like when when Delta was having a hot shit, like getting into so I forget what the issue was but like there was tension between the Republican legislators legislature and Delta and Delta was like you want to fuck with us and the Republican legislature was like oh oh thanks so I think they were like considering was, like increasing taxes on them yeah and they were like you ain't going to do that and they were like no you ain't going to do that you ain't going to do that you ain't going to do that mhm mm you think Hartfield Jackson <laughs> you think we can't pull up and leave, boy? You think we can't go somewhere else? Delta's the hub now. Yeah. Why do you think your airport was so popular? Yeah. Delta, if anything, it is not one of the top airlines in the world, but it is fucking reliable. Yeah. I will say, for for I've flown a lot of or, or several airlines, and Delta's pretty good. Yeah. The Delta's always been solid. Yeah, they're definitely solid. They're I mean, solid. they're 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 Tears and tears above, like your spirit, spirit Southwest. I mean, listen, Spirit Airlines <laughs> is a fucking uh, a nightmare. Yeah, it really is. It, it, if you are, if you, if you are flying into Atlanta or Texas on Spirit Airlines, the chances that wild foolishness is not going to happen on your flight are very slim. Yeah. It is a it is a marked difference. It's like being in the back seat of like a ninety five Honda Civic. It's like you're not gonna be in danger. Yeah. But you won't be comfortable. There will be <laughs> at least every time I've done it, there there is some ratchetness. Yeah. That pops off. Like there is there has been an argument that has almost been in a fight in the in yeah. the line. There has been screaming on the airline. Yeah. And the people aren't kicked off unless they phys get physical with people. Yeah. Because 
spirit kicked off people every time that happened, they would have very few people to float their planes. <laughs> so, um, but getting back at it, I, you know, for personal reasons, this this is weird for me because I got a uh, somebody who I made good friends with when I was teaching English over in China, and I'm not going to say their name, but they've gone down the rabbit hole of being like anti-vax, and they're Canadian, mm-hmm. and they've been railing against this. I had to, I had to like. Um, uh, unfollow them on Facebook. We're still, I'm still friends with them, but they, yeah. I just don't see anything they post because yeah. I'm quick with the unfollow. Button. It was just too much. I mean, everything they were posting was just, it was, you know, this is follow the science. This is corruption. Diddle diddle do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, why Canada's really trying to protect its citizens and yeah. they're taking it seriously. And, and I just hope that we can follow suit. And I think we will. I just think we'll be slower. Yeah. I think, you know, we'll, more and more people will die and it'll get worse and worse. And then I think it'll hasten. And it'll keep happening. It'll keep happening. And I think just once once enough kids, once they get enough footage or reports of kids getting COVID and like if kids really start dying. I mean, well, our pediatric hospital is like, our, our pediatric ER is like filling up. So that is that continues. Like just here in Macon. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, we, and do we have this uh, story about how um, camp had to call in the, National Guards medics to supplant our uh, yeah. employees at in Macon, two of our hospitals in Macon. Yeah, I, I don't have the story in front of me, but I know like I drove, I physically drove past the the pediatric ER or the pediatric like primary pediatrics over on uh, Bass. Yeah, and they had a sheriff directing traffic because there were so many people trying to get their kids in to be seen that it was blocking the road. Yeah, like there were hundreds of cars. So like, yeah, it's kids just, are getting sick. Kids like, are getting sick. It's becoming a huge problem. Like you have a, a lot of schools across the nation are already going back virtual. Like we're seeing that just the parents being able to get vaccinated and it having it be a choice is like it's not working because especially kids under twelve can't get vaccinated. Yeah. Children of people who aren't like it, who are against the the vaccine aren't getting vaccinated and. It's spreading like fucking wildfire through these schools, man. Yeah. Like, and this is dozens of people. Like, even if it's just dozens of people per school system, yeah. if for every, you know, six, ten people who get it, tw- like two of them go to the hospital, your hospitals are filling up insanely fast. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you have a place that's not even like an emergency facility filling up because people can't get into ERs to begin with. And so they're they're like, okay, well, where can I go to, to just get? Okay, I can take my kid to just a pediatric facility just to get seen by a doctor and maybe get something, get a prescription for something that can help. And it's something. like, oh no, you can't actually because they're full, because so many people have not been vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's just there's there's you and also it's gonna maybe take the right people. I don't know if wealthy parents are. Yeah, like if their kids get sick, if their kids start dying. I think if it's just enough people that the tide will turn. I think there's a lot of the, this is, I think we're dealing with like the darkest period of what happens when a virus is politicized and when health is politicized yeah, and like health measures are politicized, which it shouldn't be a, a team sport. Like you, you should either be in favor of like a life-saving vaccine or against it. And, and the against camp should just be mentally ill people. Yeah. Yeah, but because it's been politicized and because to stay on your team, the team that you typically like to play for, you have to choose this position that who knows whether or not like given if you just had the medical information in front of you, 
who knows how you would choose, like what you would choose to well, to support. You I mean, don't. <laughs> frankly, yeah. I mean, yeah, but but it's kind of been billed now because the goalpost has now been moved to I think its final resting place yeah. for people that are against the vaccination vaccine, and that's uh, personal freedom, personal choice. It's freedom, mm-hmm. personal choice. It's my freedom. It's a country of freedom, <laughs> personal choice. I am a freedom-loving American patriot, 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 doing yeah. my duty as an American, enjoying my freedoms as an It's like you have foregone, you no long, you've completely gone down the opposite road of what it means to be a patriot. Right. Uh, being a patriot means to put the needs of your country in front of your own personal needs. Instead, the meaning has become the opposite, where you right. prioritize your personal freedom and convenience, yeah. not even freedoms, not just like personal convenience and choice over everything else, over the well-being of literally children <laughs> and, and, and others in your country, your friends and neighbors. And now, I mean, the, the Republican leaders have picked up on it. They're playing to this tune yeah. that their constituents are hollering now, and they're, you see them. You see certain congressmen and senators saying these things. It's like, well, we, we want this country to stay free and not like, I think I saw one dumbass say uh, a biomedical police state or something. Mm-hmm. Like, did you just invent that? Because I've never heard that before. Like, just, what a what a dumbass term. Yeah. Like, we're not a country that listens to science to protect the health of its citizens. Well, you look at places Strictly like- <laughs> for their own good. <laughs> not the country that takes away your right to be a dumbass when it comes to you killing yourself and others. Yeah. It's like, well, you just can't make the choice for me. My body, my choice. I, I, I saw some idiot say that, and I was like, you just totally misrepresented what that means. Yeah. And, you know, personally, if it was, if it's down to me, because I, I think the, the, the kids have just fucked up too bad, and I think maybe we roll back a little of that freedom. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't you don't you don't have the freedom anymore. You don't have the freedom anymore to not get uh, for for me personally. Yeah. I just think it it's too much of a hassle trying to convince people about this and it's just, you know, obviously this is not going to happen that it will just be a slow systematic a series of positive and negative incentives. Yeah. That will that will get the number to a reasonable number, to a manageable, to a manageable level. level. I do believe that that will happen. Yeah, I do believe that it will cost way more deaths than yeah. if it was like my snap of the fingers. Deaths, time, and money. Yeah, death, time, and money. Um, and I hope it doesn't affect anyone that I know or care about. Yeah, because that, be that really would shitty. fill me with rage. Yeah, um, past what I've already been filled with. But I do think if I could snap my fingers and and just say like, all right. When there's when it's a life saving measure, you don't have the freedom, you don't have the personal choice of not getting vaccinated. You must get vaccinated. When the, when it is mandated by the government, we no longer have the freedom to not get vaccinated. Yeah, and I would I would vote for it straight up because it's just you just have fucked up too much. I mean, like seriously, you took Dad's car out. You've been joy riding with it. You've been fucking banging it up all over town, yeah. and you fucked it up. Now you're dragging an axle. Yeah. Now I don't get to ride it. That sucks for me. But what I'm more concerned about is you don't kill any kids. Yeah. All these people that you're fucking banging into and yeah. running over, like it's just you're not a patriot. <laughs> you're not a patriot. You're not a patriot for prioritizing your own personal convenience above the health and safety of everyone around you. Yeah. 
That's not how it works. It's not what it is. You've been duped into thinking that the easiest, dumbest thing is the right thing, but I would just encourage you to look back in your life and pick out a point where that was the case, yeah. where the easiest, dumbest decision was also the, the right, right decision. Because it never is. Not for the big shit. Not for the big shit. Not for any of the big shit. Now, when it comes to like... Should I get this chili cheese dog with the jalapenos? <laughs> or like, should I just get the regular hot dog with like, like that, a salad? That's, that's a dumb, that's a dumb Ricky John thing. That's yeah, just yeah. for Ricky John. But it's just like, well, I know it's going to be tough, but should I maybe be late on this bill so that I can keep saving for the new house? Or like, you know, so should I pay off this credit card before I take this vacation? Even though I really wanted, to, I've been working really hard. It's yeah, like, yeah. you should, probably should pay off that motherfucking credit card. It's yeah, like, and it then sucks. later on, you're like, I did myself, I gave myself a gift. Yeah. Like, it was hard, but I did a good thing. It's like, I this is, this is just like that, except the stakes are the lives of people that you know and love. Yeah. Instead of your vacation. And even if it's people you, like, even if it's people you don't know and love, their lives still matter. Yeah. And that, that's the that's the shitty I think that the shitty thing is personal freedoms above empathy. Yeah. And you're right, it's been cloaked in this patriotism thing, but it what it really is mm-hmm. is just the the lack of empathy yeah. and saying you are you're just saying you don't care about people and that's not okay to say. Yeah. Just flat out. It's it's not okay to say. Yeah. You might put it on a stupid t-shirt, you might have it on the back of your car and you think it's like Fuck other people. Like, that's a little thing that you say when mm-hmm. you're at the bar, when you're like, this is my little team. I don't give you know? a fuck. I don't give a fuck. All that stuff. It's hey, like, you know what I got? You know what I got on the back of my car, man? I got Calvin pissing. Yeah, I got Calvin pissing. That's what I got. You know, I, I'm, I run that's with the I'm wolves. Rolling. I'm not a sheep like you. Yeah. And you have all these little slogans and all this like silly in your head. But if, if it was really like that, man, if it was really like empathy was taken from this world and we all only looked out for each other then some bigger, stronger dude would come up behind you and hit you in the back of the head. Yeah. Take, take everything your in your fucking pockets and then bust in your house and steal everything and burn it down. Yeah. And then when you told somebody to help me, they'd be like, hey, fuck you, dumbass. I'm a wolf. <laughs> and that's what it would be like. It would be a horrible, hellish state of existence without empathy. It is like the, the, one of the only saving grace we have as humans. Yeah. And, and to just throw it away. Well, and but it all comes rushing back once it personally affects people like that is the thing. Like once you're touched by it, once your wife, your child, your parent is in the hospital on a ventilator. Yeah. Then the tune is like, oh, maybe, maybe we should have gotten that vaccine. Yeah. Damn. I, that, I wish we could take something now. Can't we take something now? Can't we help? Can we lift us up in prayer? And it's like, why? Why are yeah. you at the hospital? I thought you were a wolf. Yeah. I thought you didn't need any help. We're, we're all Fuck supposed other to, people. We're supposed to just empathize with you now, even though you've been pissing in Why the face. Why would I empathize with you? I'm a patriot. It's my freedom not <laughs> yeah. to care about you. It's more way more convenient for me not to donate to your GoFundMe because your insurance isn't covering it. What's going on here? You should make more money, and then you have enough to pay for your insurance. Maybe if you lifted yourself up by your bootstraps and not been such a layabout fucking asking for handouts all this time, you'd be okay. It is a great... Maybe if you prayed harder. That's right. <laughs> it is a great illusion. It's a magic trick that that is self-fueled by the party, but the party's leaders, would they have replaced their constituents' empathy with this notion of personal freedom and patriotism. Hmm. They, have, they have taken it away 
under that guise. And it's, it's a grand illusion. And it's horrible. It's really horrible. And I think it's what makes the divide so tough. Yeah. When we talk about the, the political divide in our country and why it's so tough, it's because one side is saying like, hey, you need to care about other people. And the other side is saying, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And you're like, until it happens to me and then give me special treatment. And you're, and you're like, listen, we all have that. I don't like to be told what to do. I have to listen to my fucking boss yeah. nine to five, five days a week. Everybody has that buck in them. Yeah. But you have to put that aside for the need for other people. That's called being human. That's called being a human. That's called, you know, this is a society. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, that's, that is a, it is a wild thing that I have observed over these years. And, and it sucks. It's riggedy row. It's riggedy row. I, I lost my train for a minute there. I, I kind of, you switched the articles on me and I was like, <laughs> that's a wild thing that I have observed. I lost what I was thinking completely. Speaking of wild things to observe across the country right now from CBS news, Chick-fil-A closes some dining rooms amid worker shortage. Liam reads. Yeah. You effing. With some wet-ass P-word. P-word is female genitalia. A Chick-fil-A in a shopping center in Bessemer, Alabama, is describing itself as, quote, in the midst of a staffing crisis and is closing its dining room as of Monday. Quote, our team members are exhausted and there is no relief for them in our roster, the eatery explained in a notice posted Saturday on its Facebook page. The outlet said it would continue operating its drive through and mobile curbside service. Things are even worse at several other Alabama Chick-fil-A's. Quote, you may have noticed that we have closed our dining room, turned off curbside delivery, and limited, limited the amount of catering orders we will accept, and also limited, because we are and Alabama. also limited. <laughs> A Chick-fil-A and Calera posted last Friday, quote, This was done to help reduce the stress on our team. The outlet was seeing far fewer applicants. People not showing up for interviews or, quote, accepting a job only to resign within their first couple weeks, according to Brad Johnson, the location's operator. Anyone looking for a fast-paced job with Sundays off should give them a call, he added. A Chick-fil-A in Madison said on Sunday it was temporarily closing its dining room and turning off its mobile curbside ordering option as well as its mobile carryout service, calling its limited count of workers, quote, tired and overextended. The uphill fight to hire and retain fast food and other workers was also illustrated in an appeal on social media by Dave's Pizza in Homewood, Alabama, which declares, quote, we will literally hire anyone. <laughs> they have a screenshot from Dave's Pizza. We will literally hire anyone. If you're on unemployment and can't find a job, call us. We'll hire you. <laughs> Felons. <laughs> Fugitives. Come on. Can you drive fast? Pizza phobes. <laughs> the leisure and hospitality sector is facing a labor crunch as restaurants try and staff up to serve more patrons while burned out restaurant workers leave for other jobs at record rates. Man. Yeah, yeah they say, uh, they go on to say that, like, compared to pre pandemic times, the restaurant industry has just been hit really hard with finding. Yeah. Which. I think we've talked about it several times. It's because they're shitty jobs. They're shitty jobs. They don't pay well. They don't pay well. People would rather not work and yeah. draw unemployment or uh, try to work in a different sector, go back to school, find a different job. Yep. Everybody I fucking everybody that knew that comes into my job right now is either got a master's mm -hmm. or is working on their master's. Yeah. It's it's wild to me. Yeah. The education bar is just shifting. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankfully, like, I have gotten into a craft yeah, to where I don't think I have to go back to school. But if I didn't, if I, like, things didn't work out with me being behind the camera at all, yeah, I'd have to go back. 
Yeah. Get a master's. Get a master's. Straight to be up. competitive. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, there's like 24-year-olds coming in, 25-year-olds. Yep. They have masters. They're like, what's up? I'm like, damn. You so, went to school longer than me. They're like five years, babe. My Sometimes ski- six. My ski. <laughs> and they're like, oh, ski. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, this, that, this is just the market speaking. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. Anybody that gets mad about people don't want to work. I'm like, no, they do. They just yeah. want to get paid fairly and, and have, you know, this is not an industry that allows that. Right. So <laughs> either the industry changes or it fails. Yeah. I saw, I saw another article today that was just like, uh, one thing that's changed about the, the corporate tech space. And it just talk, was talking about like new hires, like onboarding new hires in tech, in the tech world where they're just like, they, uh, Google always offers massages and, and gourmet meals to people on their campus. And Facebook has an arcade and blah, blah. And they're like, it's like, surprisingly, young Gen Z workers aren't interested in these office perks. It's like, oh, what are they, what are they interested in? They're like, More money. They're like, money and the respect of their superiors. Yeah. It's like, they're working on pe- that asking people to speak to them in a more respectful manner. <laughs> it's like, oh, so like, to be treated like a human and to be compensated fairly? Yeah. Like, it's crazy that they want that more than ping pong. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird how the, the, the younger people, too, that I work with, they really take zero shit. Yeah. Like, from the bosses in terms of like, they're, they're, Threshold is lower than even mine. Mm-hmm. I found that I'm able. I take. I've taken more shit verbally yeah. than the people coming up right now. Yeah. Um. I guess I had just a tad of the older generation in me. Mm-hmm. I'm in like a little dip. That like, weird like. Yeah, because I'm a millennial, but that, like the Gen Zers, we're 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 mid range millennials right. too. Like we're, we're not young millennials. We're not young millennials. So I still have a little tad of that. Like, well, you just as your boss has work, you know, you just you take take whatever shit they give you mm-hmm. and just smile. And I have some of that. Now I've bucked a little bit, but like not in the same way these youngins are bucking. Yeah. They buck hard. Well, they come in just like, I got boundaries. We're not going to call me at home. I don't want to answer emails after right, five right. o'clock. Yeah. 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 I don't like, we're going to pay. Like, I'm not going to take any shit for any of it. Like and they're ready yeah. to take complaints to HR. Yeah. I mean, fuck HR, honestly. Yeah. HR works for the company. Yeah. Know. HR is nothing, but um, but but they, we can't get that suit going too. They well, that or they're suit. they're ready to walk out the door. Yeah, is what they, they what I've heard from yeah. them. If if you know you come at them cross crossways, <laughs> yeah, look ready. at them crossways. They'll dip. They'll dip. I think it's just become so commonplace, and it's become such a like we're now two generations, three generations removed from the idea of being like a company man. Right. So like these, the younger people entering the workforce are just like, yeah, I'm going to have like 15, 20 jobs. Right. Yeah. Like they're, and they're just going to keep like, there's like bouncing. The, the game, the game is just to bounce and get experience and bounce. increase titles and bounce and bounce and bounce. And until you're making a lot of money. No, I'm, Totally I'm, on board with that game. Yeah. I'm for, I'm for that game. That game. I understand. I'm pro that game, but yeah. they come in like, let's go. They're, they're ready to go. Like I'll walk today. Yeah. They're ready to go to the job. Um, so I don't know. It is, it is just, this is just the, like I said, the market speaking and this is the worker speaking. And I, and every time I hear stories of places closing, I actually get happy because I think it means that there's wages are going to increase. Yeah. That, I mean, school bus drivers, they're having such a fucking time hiring school bus drivers. Now Mm -hmm. my dad was thinking about doing, doing it. Um, and I was like, milk them. 
I was like, if you go in for that fucking interview, ask yeah. for way more than you think. Yeah. Because they are desperate. They will negotiate with They'll you. They'll negotiate with You're you. You're not going to get a hard no. No. You can bend them over that table. Yeah. Because they need... Yeah. They need drivers. They need them. They're offering, some states I thought were offering to pay parents $700 for the year to take their kids to school. Yep. Not enough money. <laughs> parents aren't doing it. Yeah. So you, they, well, you hold. Wait till they bring that number up to 1500 Yeah. Now, 1500 okay, maybe we talk a little, That's little a stimulus something. That's the check. Maybe we talk a little something. <laughs> maybe they hold again. Maybe go to 2000 2500 <laughs> Hey, fuck them. That's what I'm saying. It, it's yeah. like if, if the services are being underpaid, yeah, and the thing is, like, people bemoan millennials aren't buying diamonds. You know, <laughs> like if if they bemoan this, the death of this industry, I have no pity for you. I have yeah. no sympathy for you. Yeah, we will all survive without it. Yeah, we will, and the and it will correct itself. A new service will pop up. Yeah, maybe there will be fewer restaurants. There will be growth, but maybe the you restaurants will... we have will be better. Yeah. There will be growth. You will face competition. Yeah. It's like, and now this is what happened. See, this is what, this is what all the capitalists are like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. What are you talking about? Competition. What are you talking about? I have to be competitive. And they're like, whoa, 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 we got to beat that competition. Lord knows got to beat that competition. No, it's like I pay you ten dollar piece. It's like, but you're now competing for a labor force as opposed to a customer base. Yeah. It's like now the workers are like, why should I work for you mm-hmm. instead of why should I hire you? If the question gets flipped on you, how can you answer honestly? Or maybe we'll start seeing people. We'll start seeing the industry change in ways that like just require fewer workers too. Maybe your Chick Fil A yeah. does like you are going to have to just switch to a drive-through only business. Yeah, and like you're just going to have to make less money because and that's just it. You're going to have fewer people that are able to get served because you're only going to be able to operate one facet of your business. If you if you're not willing to increase the pay scale or like offer competitive benefits that make your job desirable to people in the workforce, then you got to live with those consequences. That's all there is. And, you know, and you got the money to do it. Yeah. Now, let's say you're a especially at a Chick-fil-A. Yes. Let's say you're a small <laughs> business owner. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're going to have to figure something, get creative. Yeah. You might have to downsize a little bit. And that just have to be what it is. Yeah. Instead of having hiring five guys, you hire two and you pay the two what you would pay five. Yeah. And then you get better work out of those two. Yeah. And you they probably work as hard as five. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, the amount of dicking around that I have seen Shoo. done by crews. <laughs> like, well, when we were young, if you were doing a little piss ant job, any chance you got, you did around. Oh, yeah. You remember you were working at the college? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the day, fucking student assistant, just like, all right, well, I'm going to go hang up posters on billboards. I'll be back in about we four would just, hours. We would just fucking walk around the campus talking. Yeah. That's all we would do. You'd be like, all right. I would just be like, hey, you want, I would just come up down the student life. Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm going to go do a little bullshit. I got to go update the bulletin boards. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be back. At yeah. the end of my shift to clock out. <laughs> like, yeah, we just up. fucked around until we left and you took me home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or when we went out and did our thing. But yeah. like, yeah, man, I, that is what it is. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a good thing. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I have no tears yeah. for this Chick-fil-A in Alabama. I have no tears for the Dollar Generals. I have no tears for, you know, any of the 
McDonald's or anything like that around around the country. McDonald's Generals are they're taking the heat. Bro. They're tough places, man. They're, they're taking like, the heat. Like they're they're starting to to get the heat from the one in my neck of the woods is like. Yeah, I went in there the other day, and it looked like a stampede of fucking wildebeests had run through. Like, it looked like Mufasa had just been killed mm-hmm. in that bitch. Like, it was just Ragged. shit all, like, not big racks of, like, cards and, and merchandise just knocked down, like, hanging on by. Somehow, there's just, like, the, the partition ropes that they have at, like, movie theaters that are just holding things up. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's all sorts of, like, half-deflated balloons just in the atmosphere, just roaming freely around the aisles. They're a shit company. Yeah. They treat their workers like shit. Well, it's just just like there's one run ragged manager in there. And it's like, yeah, hey, guess what? This is what happens. This is how you have to make up that money because a lot of these things are worth more than a dollar. Your business model is no longer sustainable. (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, well, they're just a shit company. Yeah. They just treat their employees like shit. They pay them like shit. You know, and but that's what you get. Big ups to them carrying Awesome, which is a, a, a wonderful cleaning product. This podcast is brought to you by Awesome. Go get Awesome at the Dollar General. It's a degreaser, but, you know, it's just a general surface cleaner, too. Don't inhale it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there generally do people inhale their cleaning product? <laughs> well, the, Did you uh, get high? No, two Christmases ago. I was, we had gone, like grandma, did you get high? Did you get high on <laughs> oven degreaser? No, two Christmases ago. Liam gets in the oven. I'm just like, <laughs> I climb in that bitch. I stick my head in. I'm like fucking Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Aaron's the, she's, or is she just knocking? <laughs> yeah. No, two Christmases ago, I had done like fun family Christmas in the morning. And then I went to uh, Aaron's parents for lunch. We had a big lunch over there. And we went home for a minute before we went back over to my parents for dinner. Yeah. And we were hitting just a quick clean. So I'm, Aaron had asked me a question. And I, so I'm mid-sentence. My mouth is like fully open. She just comes over. I'm sitting on the couch in front of the coffee table. She comes over, sprays the coffee table like heavily with awesome. And some of it just, it's it's like... <laughs> Like in a, like in a, a, a apocalyptic movie where like a spittle like you. spores, yeah, spray <gasps> out. Just like I'm just mid sentence. I, I see I'm, them like going into your lungs. Yeah, I'm inhaling to like continue talking, God, and it she just biddled you. Just I get biddled, and there's a bunch of I inhale a bunch of awesome, and she's just like, oh my god. I'm just like, huh? <laughs> and I immediately go throw up. I'm just like, oh, okay, Merry Christmas. One thing that happened to me with off, I got it in my eye. Oh god, and I was just like. Threw up like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was really sick. I was like, oh, I am poisoned. <laughs> you were poisoned. Yeah, I am you poisoned. Were poisoned with DEET. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I feel very bad. So you threw up from after getting it in your eye. Yeah. Yeah. And you throw up. That's why I, I, I never throw up. So <laughs> I was like, like, and to this day, my left one don't open so wide. It'd still be twitching. It, it twitches when I drink too much caffeine. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't figure out why my eye was twitching. And then I read, I was like, are you drinking too much caffeine, you dumbass? <laughs> like, and it's. <laughs> It's twitching. <laughs> you're fucking geeked up. Yeah. You're Liddy. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to cut it. Yeah, mine. It was a good little tap of snapples. It was a good little tap of snapples. So this has been this has been tap snaps. You know, we we love y'all. We thank you for listening. We hope that you're also feeling the the Christmas nostalgia like I like I am. I've been getting some heavy holiday nostalgia I recently. Even, what's going on with that? Oh, I just, you know, I, I've been I think I got I got like a nostalgia bomb TikTok. Okay. That was like like 
It's it, August, man. I know, but like there's there's a couple every now and then it was because I was on TikTok last Christmas okay. and I was like heavily interacting with all the holiday TikToks. And so now it's like there's there'll be one that's like a recipe for uh Oreo cheesecake that looks like a candy cane. It'll be like it's 165 days till Christmas. But I got a nostalgia bomb one that was like imagine it was like it's like it's like your your imagination like it's two weeks before or it's the, it's the last day of school. Yeah. And like this, these are all the things that you see and it's like, wake up, get the school bus into snow. Never happened to me. I live in Georgia, but still yeah. like immediately I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like the holiday party in the school assembly, last day of school, all yeah. the like school decorations, getting candy canes, yeah. going home, seeing all like being with family, seeing all the decorations at home. And it had like a jazzy version of the Christmas song playing. I was just like, Oh, Christmas. First Halloween, but also Christmas right it's now. It's hot as fuck still. I know. It's oh, like 95 think, degrees outside. I'm like, I can't wait till I'm, Christmas. I'm, I am slowly curating my TikTok so it's not just asses. There you go. That's healthy. It just has been too much ass. <laughs> <laughs> At a while, after a while, you're just going to get desensitized. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to get desensitized. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm 34. I haven't yet. Well, wait till you, if your TikTok becomes just ass, then you're just going to be like, oh, well, ass. Okay, ass. There's some ass. I don't know. <laughs> it might be just <laughs> to the day I die. <laughs> well, thank you for <laughs> thank you for I'm a test the sky. <laughs> thank you for listening to Tap Snaps. Uh, booties till the day I die. I'm Liam Kelly. <laughs> I'm gonna touch the sky. Goodbye. <laughs>